Everyone, welcome to another edition of Founder Wisdom Podcast, Not So Far Future Edition. Today we have Farhan Niaz with us. He is CEO and founder at CX Future. We're going to talk a whole bunch about CX, about the future, about Dubai, and a bunch of other interesting topics, which I'm highly interested in. And so uh, would you guys, I think. So Farhan, can you introduce us to yourself, your technology? Tell us a bit more about yourself. Yeah. Thank you very much, Charles. Uh, my pleasure to be with you. Pleasure to be on this podcast. Um, hello, good morning, good evening, wherever you are to everybody who's listening. Um, I'm based out of Dubai. Um, I started my career about 25 years ago in the field of uh, customer service, customer experience. Started with Citibank. I was 11 years with uh, Citibank, working in many parts of the world. And then two of the largest uh, banks here in UAE, Mashrik um, and Abu Dhabi Islamic Bank. I was the director of customer experience. Uh, last uh, year, I started my own consultancy, which is CX Future. It says like customer experience by Faran. So I'm helping organizations improve their customer experience. Uh, last one year, I've also, um, you know, I've been quite visible on the customer experience um, scene globally, um, awarded by Awards International as the most experienced judge. I think I've done more, more than 15 to 20 global customer experience events as a judge. Um, also listed amongst the top 100 global CX thought leaders of the world in 2021. And um, a very proud um, uh, you know, co-author of uh, my book, Customer Experience 4, which is quite a good one. So quite a journey and I'm very excited very passionate about customer experience and you have one of the most badass backgrounds i've seen with star wars uh, and your diplomas and game of thrones and soccer and football so congrats on on winning that prize too so we're gonna talk about uh, cx but first i need to ask how was your experience working at city in moscow russia uh, you see the the best thing is it's not about moscow russia it's about every part of the world is such an experience because it's the culture yeah. So when you go there and then enjoy a different culture and you meet different kind of people, suddenly you realize there is little that you know about different cultures, no matter how much you know about your field, mm -hmm. but one rule does not fit all. So whenever you go somewhere, you need to understand not only the people that you're working with, but the type of the customers that you are dealing with as well. And each strategy needs to be according, according to that. I'll give you one simple example. So while you know, running some of the call centers in different parts of the world, we used to do a lot of uh, promotional activities. So I would put some balloons everywhere filled with um, surprise gifts. And every time somebody in the call center would make a sale, they would stand up and pop up a balloon and out comes an interesting gift. You know, these different kinds of strategies to motivate stuff. And I tried to do the same in Russia. <laughs> and, and they said, we're not kids. This is not a birthday party. Why are we doing that? Okay. So let's do something more creative and more so you understand people differently. And when I moved from Russia to UAE, a very different world, different environment, different, different. I, for the first time, I saw a separate branch for women, a separate branch for men. The branches for women, you know, no men were allowed there. Different strategy, even when you're creating a queue for the customers. There is a higher priority if you're a lady customer. Different environments, different cultures. Such a beautiful, uh, you know, this world is such an amazing place when you move to different parts of the world. Yeah, I guess so. So what's, what did you had in do instead of popping um, 
uh, a balloon? Was it popping a, a bottle of vodka and wrestling with a bear, or what? What was it exactly? They, uh, I'll tell you. They they love their birthdays. Okay. They absolutely love their events. If you miss, I have, my team was pretty big. Uh, I was running the entire customer service piece of Citibank Russia. We were pretty big at, at that time. The call center had about 150 people and customer uh, complaint resolution unit and, and a lot of uh, females in, in the group as well. Okay. And if you miss somebody's birthday and do not wish them in the morning, that's they would not talk to you for the next three Same. days. Yeah. And this is not a joke. So I also learned the art of, for example, when it's Women's Day, me and my colleagues would go out and buy a flower, flower for each woman, and you have to present it with respect, and, and they really value these kind of things. And I carried that in other parts of the world. Whenever there is a Women's Day, I make sure that everyone that I know, I present them with a flower, and they get very surprised, but it's a pleasant surprise. They love it. But okay. that's, a, that's something that brought from that culture. And what was the culture? What were stories about City? Because that's a huge organization. It's like uh, Wall Street, let's call it. Uh, I think City is definitely Wall Street and kind of uh, aggressive trader and so forth. Very ambitious, very um, alpha type of culture. Am I mistaken in saying that? How was the culture? And you have stories Absolutely related not. to that? No? Absolutely not. I would call it City an institute. It's a learning institute. You know, okay. they develop. Whichever part of the world, there is a very interesting saying that say, oh, here comes another city banker. Okay. And when you join another organization, they say, oh, they're joining us, they're creating a city group. Okay. But they don't, people don't, people realize that this is where the, the, the crop is coming out from. And the way we are trained is discipline and a lot of aggressive, aggressive, not only aggressive, at the same time, very controlled environment. I will tell you, I was not scared of missing my targets, but I was more scared of not passing my audit. Okay, <laughs> interesting. City would be so clear about the audit. And so every need things need to be pitched perfect. Everything need, had to be done according to the policy and procedures, but at the same time, the, the discipline, and I'll give you a very interesting example. If in city, you're, you're gonna go and you know attend a meeting. Yeah. So there is a time, nine o'clock, you have to attend a meeting, nine o'clock, everyone is there. So discipline of the time is, if somebody comes five minutes late, there is a penalty, either you need to dance, you need to tell a joke, you need to, there is a box, either you need to put a hundred rubles or whatever amount of currency there is. <laughs> so everybody was, there is a way of, uh, but when I came to UAE and I am the head of customer experience and I have called a meeting, Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, nobody's there. Yeah. Where is everyone? And we're in the same building. And gradually, casually, somebody walks in. And I'm talking about senior people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. so every place has its own. It's not that they're not working. It's very serious about work. But things are taken more casually rather than extremely serious. Yeah. And by discipline. Yeah, interesting. Well. Um, I was also wondering about the the audits and so forth because um, I I think they got clipped with the LIBOR uh, thing back in the days. But I mean, what bank didn't went through that? You know, when you're a bank, like you'll deal with so many customers by nature, and it's so tough to 
keep track of everything in my opinion and then obviously people that go into banking they want to make money as well so that it must be very very tricky to manage um, such an organization and a behemoth of an organization so i want to skip to that next experience here like you you went from a uh, city to uh, dubai so why did yeah. you decided to accept something in dubai in the first place uh, interesting story i i'm a, I'm a, I'm a storyteller i'm a story i love stories but my yeah, i have my own so I, you know, apart from customer experience, so one day I'm sitting and I was very blessed. I got a call from from one of these banks in Dubai, Mashrik, and and they said, "Oh, we have headhunted you, and uh, there is an opportunity. Uh, we want our call center and stuff to be fixed. Uh, why don't you come over and have a look?" And I said, "No, thank you very much. I'm quite fine. I like what where I am." They said, "Listen, here is a ticket. Here is your booking. Just fly over. Just have a look. If you feel that you it, it engages you." Wow. So I went there and I absolutely loved it because I like challenges. I was already with City for 10 years, created an amazing setup there. We were number two or three uh, amongst the entire 200 countries in terms of revenue. My call center was very, very, uh, you know, very well established. So I thought great opportunity and I saw that this organization had some issues where I could add value. Um, and, uh, and once again, I'm from Pakistan, uh, Dubai much more closer. I had seen a couple of minus 32 degree temperatures in Russia as well. I thought maybe temperature-wise it would be good for me as well. Um, yeah, this and good kind of thing that traumatizes you, yeah. I think, uh, I loved it. I loved every every day I spent in Russia and I would give anything to go back, honestly. Yeah, um, the saunas and, um, and the, the culture. You know, I, I, I would just like that, to visit Russia very soon, actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a very different part of the world. Uh, when... Um, I think when we are working, when we are an organization, we are a corporate world, wherever job and opportunity takes you. And it was a good opportunity. And when I look back, I think that was an amazing move for my personal career as well. I need to ask before we come back to Dubai, uh, you're from Pakistan. Is it somewhat accurate to tell your story as rags to riches? Because obviously you're very successful and Pakistan was a very much developing country back in this. Can you tell us about your backstory before that? Yeah, uh, I come from the capital, which is the Islamabad. Yeah. Uh, uh, there is, uh, unfortunately, which I may, need to make very clear about Pakistan. It's such an amazing place that the people who have visited it, they just do not believe what they've heard and what they've seen. Yeah. Uh, it's very unfortunate that the world somehow, through whatever source has created a picture of our place, and however, we have done a very poor job of telling the world who we are. Like I'll ask you one question, one very simple. Do you know what is the tallest mountain in the world? It's uh, Everest. Say Everest yeah. mm -hmm. What are the seven other seven next seven? Well, the, the K12, uh, I think their they're name, but yeah, they're all very adjacent to- So the next number two is K2, K2, Naga Parbat. They're all in Pakistan. Okay, really? I thought it was in, in Nepal. No, they're all in Pakistan. Okay. See, that's that's the point I'm making. That's such an amazing place when you go to the north of Pakistan, which is called the paradise of the world. And when you see it, people compare it with Switzerland and other places. I've taken so many of my friends. It is so hospitable that there is a saying that when you go as a foreigner, you come back with every penny in your pocket because wherever you go, people don't take money from you because they consider you're a guest. Yeah. This is hospitable, beautiful place, safe place, amazing uh, people. And by the way, very educated and we are quite well off. Obviously, uh, being a third world country, we have a 
disparity in, in poverty and obviously there are different layers of uh, which is always there which 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 is an unfortunate case because of our political situation has never been otherwise so on I your didn't... side were you fortunate to have to be born in the middle class and so forth like how how do you reflect back on your past and raising up the ranks uh, so quick i'm I, i was very fortunate i come from a i wouldn't say elite but upper middle class okay so we were always very well very well off mashallah you know we lived in the capital huge places of our own and uh, you know unfortunately in pakistan there is a concept of a lot of uh, workers working with you as well and drivers for you and so i had mashallah all the luck but at the same time the beauty about our culture is that we are very down to earth no matter it's not about money but it's about your the values and ethics that your parents my father always told me one thing farhan every evening every night when you go back to sleep make sure that you're 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 content with yourself that you have given your 100% and most importantly make sure that never ever a single soul in the world gets hurt from you yeah 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 hurt sleep, anyone sleep well, which... and i and and that is one of the reason why i was very successful in my professional career because one and thank god i was connected with customer experience world which means that i was very close to the customers and to staff so i was a very people person and wherever i worked you would not believe that i left karachi about 18 20 years ago i am still in touch with everyone okay wow that's yes still very because that's how close i am with whoever i work with they became like a family and community rather than a boss and working relationship Yeah, I want to talk about CX a little bit, but what would you change to put Pakistan on the scene and have more tourists come there and change the situation in that beautiful country? Um, I think we need to do a better job of our of marketing ourselves. We have okay. a lot of uh, uh, amazing things that can be projected. It's it's sometimes it shocks me as well when I learn a little more about my country. Yeah. I, I realize there is so much that the world uh, can. I just wish. and i don't want to get into the politics but i just wish our political elite will become more patriotic okay that would change and i mean if you ask about pakistan first thing when you ask about people about pakistan everybody says we know imran khan who was our prime minister you know prime minister he was a legend he created globally a presence through his cricketing world and a persona which was uh, which which is unbelievable and we have so many similar legends and and people over there which are which are which are amazing okay. i mean there are so many statistics there is a different podcast we can do on pakistan there are so many statistics that you would be shocked where pakistan stands in terms of so many global things i mean you're going to have this world cup coming up in qatar yeah, yeah. all the world cups which are happening previous world cup fifa the ball comes from pakistan mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we we could have a a separate yeah, podcast on that. Like you said, coming back to CX, uh, you're in Dubai. Uh, you're you're in these new organizations. Uh, how did you adapt first the the culture in Dubai at uh, Mashrek Bank? And tell us a bit more after that about the Adib and finally about your current business. Yes. Um, it was very easy for me because I, as I said, I'm a I'm a people person, and first thing that I do. whenever i join an organization first two months maybe somebody would sit in their office and start going through their notes and stuff and try to understand the organization i try to understand the people yeah so first two months i spent driving around meeting everyone making sure that i go and say hello to everybody introduce myself tell them that hey guys customer experience head i'm not an auditor 
I'm a helper. I'm not the one who's just gonna publish the NPS and tell, who, tell who's happy and who's not happy, but I'm here to make sure where we, you know, what we are aspiring to be and how important the customers are. So yes, but for me to understand the culture was very, very important. Mm. Um, here, the local, there is, a diff, there is a two type of population here, locals, and then there are expats. So 20% of the population here in UAE is locals, and 80% of the population is expat, which really? is comprising of areas oh of God. all parts of the world. Oh. So you you have two different strategies. Locals, okay. different way you need to, to, to behave with them, to understand yeah. them. They have they are very competitive amongst each other. So th that that was important for me to understand. Very proud nation. Uh, expat, different nationalities, Arabs, you have to deal differently, Europeans, you need to differently, Asians, there is a different way you, and that's, I'm talking not only the staff, but same way you need to understand the customer as well. So understand there are two parts. Staff, you need to understand them as well. And from a customer perspective, you need to understand who your customers, so the persona development was very, very important for us. I made sure that I understood in Mashrik who my customers were and what their requirement was. Okay. And it varied across nationalities. Because at banks, for example, when people, me, I've always got good service at most of my banks, maybe not, uh, maybe HSBC, uh, Hong Kong is a bit less good, but um, yeah. I've always got like good service. Um, generally speaking, the wait time is very short. They resolve my problem. Um, and they're, they're always pro customers, the bank, because if they, I mean, yeah, they don't treat businesses that well, but they treat customers very well. So what were some of the challenges that you were facing from a CX perspective and how did you solve them? Sure. First of all, let me clarify one more very interesting point. Customer experience is the only element in an organization aspect of an organization, which is not industry driven. So I can, I can be ahead of a customer experience today of a bank, of an airline, of a telecommunication company, of a hotel. Okay, doesn't matter the, the industry. Of, the concept of a call center is, is built on hospitality, okay. how to serve a customer. Okay. Now, it's only the product that varies. One call center sells a, a credit card, another call center is selling probably a room in a hotel. Okay. But the way they deal with the customer and how the complaints come in and everything it is. Now, uh, challenges, there are two different challenges. One, from the banking, specifically from the banking point of view, compliance becomes quite an important part. So you have a tussle with compliance all the time because you want to empower your front end. I want to empower my front end. This is where customer experience comes from. As a customer, the most important thing that, as you said also, what are you looking for? Quick service. You're looking for one person who can solve all your problems. So nobody says, thank you very much. I noted it down. Somebody will call you after two days and resolve your problem. Yeah. But rather, isn't it a better service when somebody says, thank you very much. Hold on, let me work on it. Here is the solution. So that comes with empowerment. That comes with more. However, in financial world, it's very difficult to get the compliance to agree on many things. For example, if you call me and say, please increase my limit on my credit card. Now the compliance needs to go into your previous history. They want to talk on, no, don't give them extra money because there is a, this is a risky business. This is a risky segment. It comes from a specific. So there are a lot of elements. So you need to drive around that. Okay. Also, uh, a very important part and aspect of customer experience, which now I'm part of many global conferences globally, in, is the 
explanation where customer experience adds value. Because remember that success has many uh, followers and many owners. Okay. So when your, your customer satisfaction improves, the head of customer experience says it's because of you know what I've done and the sales stand up and say, no, but we are the ones who are getting the customers and marketing stands up and say, no, but we are the ones who are running amazing campaigns. And then the digital team would stand up and say, but we are the ones who developed these, these solutions that we provide. So the role of customer experience becomes so important because you're the bridge between all these elements. So the role is customer service or customer experience is the only role that is not specific role, but it runs across all stakeholders. Yeah. Yeah, so that's sure. the challenge of how you bring everybody on the table and on one page where everybody understands what the requirement is and how to deliver it. Yeah, and I can certainly see CS uh, and CX adding value at the data front. So they listen to the customers and they can give product ideas, product iteration. They can give uh, good data to marketing and to sales as well. Uh, yeah. Do do you often track that when you're, you're in charge of CX and more than just like NPS? Do you have other KPIs such as sharing data with these other branches of the business? Absolutely. Uh, I'll very quickly, because we skipped one, not skipped it, but I was moving to Abu Dhabi Islamic Bank part. That, that journey is quite important as well. I remember once I was, uh, I was uh, delivering a, a presentation in one of the seminars, and when I got off, the head of the Abu Dhabi Islamic Bank was there, and he said, Paran, you're going to come and work for me. Okay. You know, like, like that. So I was picked up from the market, and they said, our customer experience is pretty bad, so you need to come and fix it. And what that, that meant that every year UAE publishes a list of all the banks which are in terms of customer experience, which bank is number one, two, three, four. And this bank, Abu Dhabi Islamic Bank, when I joined in, was number 23rd out of 27. Wow. So it was pretty low. It was like, but that's the challenge. And that's the reason why I joined it, because I said, whoa, there is an opportunity. This is an upcoming bank, third largest bank in the, in the country, huge number of customers, great opportunity. And in story short, uh, with grace of God, with the help of the staff members and with the you know, proper strategy and teamwork, we took it to number one bank and stayed there for seven consecutive years. So how did you do that? Like what were the top yeah, three so things that's you where, that's, So coming back to your point, when you said, uh, do you evaluate data. the customer data? Yeah. We, the only way to get to the top is by doing two things, listening to the customer, listening to the staff. So customer experience, employee experience. So customer experience is voice of the customer. The most important is the voice of the customer. And voice of the customer has many elements. When I, I'm doing a lot of seminars to, these days, I speak in a lot of forums. And one of the topics that I've talked about is how many different ways that you can hear the voice of a customer and NPS is the, not the only one. Unfortunately, unfortunately, NPS has become the only way many organizations are evaluating themselves in terms of customer experience. But do you know that NPS is only a loyalty matrix? It is not a satisfaction matrix. It's a loyalty matrix. Yeah, what is the question of NPS? What is the question of NPS? Are you satisfied are you, or do you like are you me to refer? Yeah, are you, are like you me to refer? Will you refer and will you stay with us and will you? So that's a loyalty. Now imagine if a customer has just joined you, has opened an account with you, or for example, taken a room 
are you going to do an NPS? Yeah, I don't think he's ready to You will do that. not do an NPS. You will do a, which, which survey? Uh, customer satisfaction. Are you satisfied no, with your customer effort score? You will do a customer effort score. So when you're joining somewhere, when you're entering somewhere, it's the effort. So you ask them how easy or difficult was it to do business with us? Okay. That's the it's called e customer effort score CEN. Okay. So so should you take customer effort score? Then where is customer satisfaction score, which is CSAT, which you're talking about? where you say, are you happy or unhappy with our service? Are you satisfied or unsatisfied? When you have a transaction, that's a transactional based. So you go to a branch, you meet a front end staff and he serves you. And while he's leaving, you get a survey and say, you just met Farah. How was the service? Was he polite to you? Were you happy? Did he do what you asked for? Or are you satisfied on the scale of one to 10 or one to five? Unhappy, very unhappy, satisfied, unsatisfied. And then you do the CSAT. So this is what we did. I understood and I know in what stage, what kind of survey needs to be done and where the voice needs to be taken. Okay. So not NPS, but we were doing multiple things. And one very important tool that every organization should use is mystery shopping. Yeah, mystery shopping, that's always good. Uh, last but not least, Farhan, to, to kind of uh, close off real quick with uh, CX. Tell us about what you do with CX. Who do you target? What are your services exactly? And how can people work with you? Yeah, so moving to uh, CX future. 25 years in the field of customer experience. I think, mashallah, taking a bank from number 23 to number one. And I don't call myself a consultant. I've not used that word. I call myself a practitioner. So if you, if you work with me, you're working with a person who's not graduated from a university and has accolades or, or certificates, or I'm, I have certificates behind me, but I am the one who has dirtied his hands from bottom to the top. By the way, I started my career as a call center agent in yep. Pakistan, and I went through the ranks and became, you know, ended up running some of the biggest call centers in the world, working with hundreds of, of last organization, Adib was 5,000 people. Seven countries, I was responsible for seven countries, global, private, consumer banking, business banking. So I come with vast knowledge of, so how do I do it? If, you, if the organizations that work with me, I simply go inside and do a maturity index. So maturity matrix. So you want to, and first thing you need to understand, where do you stand today in terms of your existing offering of customer experience? So I do that entire end-to-end, -end, sit there, go through every channel and try to understand where you are. I know the benchmarks for every aspect. So you compare yourself with the benchmarks where you are, where you aspire to be. This is where I come in, give you a full plan where that gap needs to be filled. I work with the organization, not give them a plan, but I'm part of the organization. I make sure that when the plan is executed, implemented and results start coming in and you see the improvement in in the, in the scores, in employee experience, in customer experience. So that this is where I, I give a full full uh, uh, service of this. Apart from this, I also help multiple organizations, uh, you know, win awards. So because award awards is a big part of me, I've judged awards all over the world. So a lot of organizations work with me. They want me to prepare them for the awards as well. So I prepare them for the awards, enter in, into awards and globally all over the world. So quite an interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, we nearly didn't have enough time today to discuss about all of that, but yeah, it's already over. Where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so I am a uh, uh, very most important thing. I'm on um, LinkedIn. 
Yeah. So LinkedIn is Farhan Farhan Nias. That's where I am. So you can easily find me. I I believe uh, in your podcast. If I would appreciate it, you know, you can probably I can send you my link and it can be put there somewhere. Yes, cx-future.com as well, and we'll put up the links to, uh, yeah. to all your. So your cx-future.com is my website, and uh, people are I'm very accessible. Pick up a phone. My number is always there. Call me. Mail me. I'm very accessible, extremely accessible. Send him a line and I'll be there. And I, I'm, I'm found in many events. You can see me, you know, talking and on multiple forums as well, so I can be found. Oh yeah, all good, man. Baran, thank you for your time. It's been uh, it's been a cool experience. We've learned uh, quite a few things for CX, so we're gonna catch you on the other side. Have a good rest of your day, man. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate. It. Bye.